0: You are locked on Hawkeyes, your daily podcast on the Iowa Hawkeyes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Hawkeye Nation, to another episode of the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast, your daily podcast covering your Iowa Hawkeyes on the Locked On Sports Network As always, I am your host, Andrew Wade. Excited to be back this Friday morning, and I apologize for not giving you an episode yesterday. I had recorded basically everything, and then the news came out that Michigan State was unable to play, and that game was going to be postponed. At that point, after you've done all the prep work, after you've done the recording, there was just no way I was going to be able to give you enough content, the right amount of content, um, or the right content in general to make you happy listening to that show and I didn't I wasn't gonna put out an inferior product. so was not gonna record another episode, but we are back today and because of you know the kind of inconsistency the last couple of days, I know one of the shows got posted a little late. I know we didn't have a show yesterday, didn't have a show last Friday. For all you loyal listeners out there, I have a good surprise for you. This Sunday, we're gonna be dropping a bonus episode with Matt Miller, the formerly, Formerly the lead draft analyst for Bleacher Report and host of Stick to Football, he has now transitioned out of Bleacher Report after 10 years there and is now starting his own website, The Draft Scout. He has so much information to give, and he is a blast to talk to an interview. Um, and I was able to get him on the show, and he talked all about the Iowa Hawkeyes, um, his you know how he loves watching Iowa football, how he loves you know, scouting some of these guys and what he can, you know, what he can kind of see in some of the Iowa Hawkeye football players. Talks a little about Davian Nixon. Even has what I would consider kind of a surprising grade on Amir Smith-Marset. So make sure to tune into that on Sunday. You're going to get a lot of draft talk if you love the draft. If you just love your Iowa Hawkeyes, you're also going to get a lot of Iowa Hawkeye talk. And we even talk a little bit about the difference between Casey's and come and go. Stay tuned for that. That is our surprise bonus episode for you not being able to get an episode yesterday. On today's show, though, we are going to be talking basically every Iowa Hawkeye sport out there. We're going to be talking a little bit wrestling. We're going to be talking some women's basketball. We're going to be talking some men's basketball, and we have a segment brought to you by BetOnline.ag, going through some of the betting spreads for Iowa and what you should or shouldn't do and what lines you want to hear. So that's all going to be coming up on today's show. Again, if you love the show, make sure to give us that five-star review. Subscribe wherever you downloaded this episode at. And Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That was a long-winded housekeeping, so let's get into the show today. I didn't get a chance to talk about this yesterday, but the women's basketball team did fall to a ranked Ohio State team on Wednesday. Um, it was unfortunate. Obviously, didn't want to see that happen, especially at Carver. They blew. the Not blue. That's a wrong word to use there. The streak ended, though, for all the home wins they had. And honestly, based on how that game was going, I feel like, had we had fans in that crowd, Iowa wins that game. But that's that's what we're facing right now. We don't have fans in the stands. And that makes it difficult, especially for some of the women's teams that have such a phenomenal showing, like the Iowa women's basketball team at Carver Hawkeye Arena. Iowa got up to a hot start, though. They were up 44-32 to 32 at half, but Ohio State stayed in the game. And good teams that stay in the game, you don't want to let that happen because they start chipping away. They start chipping away, and ultimately it comes down to them winning the game. We did have an opportunity to win it in overtime. Uh, Caitlin Clark missed missed her shot, which is unfortunate, but it happens. She's gonna have plenty opportunities to do that in her career. Um, and you, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So I, I just appreciate you know obviously her wanting to take that shot. Iowa falls 84 to 82 in that game. Caitlin Clark played 40 minutes, had 27 points on 9 of 20 shooting, 10 rebounds, five assists, continuing her bid for Big Ten Player of the Year. McKenna Wardick had 14 points on six and nine shooting with 12 rebounds and five assists. And Gabby Marshall is the only other Hawkeye to score in double digits as well with 10 points. The women's basketball team gets Purdue on Monday, so we'll keep you posted on that. Um, and, again, keep supporting that women's basketball team whenever they're on on you know TV. You need to make sure you're getting those ratings up, so make sure to check them out. Um, despite the fact they lost to Ohio State, the fact they were in that game is huge. This Iowa team um, still has a lot of potential in this season as they grow. They are a relatively young team. Obviously, their leader, the leader of that team, Caitlin Clark, a true freshman who has been phenomenal this year so far. Also, if you didn't get a chance to check it out, Cody Goodwin joined our show on Wednesday talking all about – Iowa Wrestling, um, as you know, the guy covering wrestling for the Des Moines Register and Hawk Central, he does a great job there. He, I'm happy we were able to get him on the show. One of the things we talked about, though, was the lineups for the Hawks, and we specifically talked a little bit about Nelson Brands versus A Basad. and we got the lineup, we got the probable lineups for the Iowa-Nebraska meet taking place tonight. Um... And Nelson Brands is the only guy listed at 184, which I find interesting because there's several other and ors type of situations going on. Probably we have Spencer Lee or Aaron Cashman at 125, Jaden Ironman or Carter Happel at 141, Max Murren or Brett Lee Reina at 149, and Michael Kimmer or Patrick Kennedy at At 174, and then at 197, Jacob Warner or Connor Corbin. So, to me, kind of depends on what we're going to see there. I think we could see, you know, depending on how much Nebraska wants to do, we could see those guys be in the, you know, kind of bonus matches, um, getting an opportunity to, to get a little bit more experience. I also think especially with, you know, a Spencer Lee, um, you're going to want to make sure he's ready to go for the national tournament, right? So there, there's not as much concern here if we do need to put him in, especially if, if things are going well, why risk you know the injury there? But Spencer Lee's a competitor, so he'll most likely be on the mat if he's capable of being on the mat. But exciting stuff. Nonetheless, Iowa Wrestling taking place tonight. Make sure to check that out. I'm excited for it. We'll be covering all of it, though on our show on Monday, breaking down what happened and which should be a pretty easy win for the Iowa Hawkeyes over a top ten Nebraska wrestling team, which don't you just love the disparity there? Iowa's number one, Nebraska's top ten, listed as high as four, um, around the six area, most other polls, and Iowa should handedly win this game. We're gonna be covering all that on our Monday morning show. Coming up on segment number two, we're gonna be going through the Iowa Northwestern preview for that game taking place on Sunday that has for some reason just moved around quite a bit, but we'll be talking about all that in just a few short moments. Before we get into any of that, though, you know the only place to go for your betting needs is betonline.ag. It's the one place that has me covered, the one place I trust, and the one place I trust for all my beloved listeners, betonline.ag. And they have a promo code that you can use. Use the promo code LOCKEDON for 50% welcome bonus at betonline.ag when you sign up for a free account. Why would you not want to get in on the action and put a little bit of extra money in your pocket There's NFL playoffs. We got NHL that's already started, NBA, college basketball. It is a great time to be getting in and all of that action, put a little – bucks, you know, here and there, when you sell some money, go buy yourself something fun, buy yourself some new clothes, or maybe just put it in savings. Right now, they'll go to betonline.ag and take advantage of this awesome promo code we got for you, locked on, for a 50% welcome bonus. Again, don't sit in on the sidelines anymore, get in on the action and do not forget to use that promo code locked on to receive that 50% welcome bonus. betonline.ag, your online sportsbooks experts. 2020 is mercifully over. It is time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking up college basketball, football, NBA, and NHL locks all winter long. Subscribe to the Locked On Bets podcast wherever you get your podcasts at. Now let's get into some talk about Iowa basketball. Iowa taking on Northwestern. and This is not the same Northwestern team that Iowa beat just a few short weeks ago. Since that game, Northwestern has dropped three straight games. So you gotta you gotta be weary of the fact that Northwestern could be coming into this game quite hungry. Um, and again, coming into that game, Northwestern had some pre- was on a pretty much of a hot streak there. Let's let's look through their last couple games before they got to Iowa. The only loss they had was against Pittsburgh at home. They were six and one coming into the Iowa game with wins over Ohio State, wins over Indiana, wins over Michigan State. That is huge. But since that time, they fell to Iowa, 87 to 72. Michigan on the road, 85 to 66. At home against Illinois, 81 to 56. And against Ohio State on the road, 81 to 71. and what could be considered a revenge game, Ken Palm currently has this game projected to be an 84 to 76 win for Iowa, and giving Iowa a 77 percent chance of winning this game. And again, the only thing I'm worried about, talent-wise, Iowa is better than Northwestern. It is the fact that Iowa is going on the road. Not saying Northwestern's a tough place to play, but anytime you go on the road in the Big Ten, you have to be a little bit weary of that. But also the fact that Northwestern was in that game against Iowa. It wasn't until the last 10 minutes where they were able to pull away. Um, they were within three points that, for that last 10 minutes. It was giving me a little bit of a scare. But Iowa managed to pull away that game, especially that game coming after the Christmas game against Minnesota where they blew that lead. But they ultimately were able to get that win. But it was a close game. Since then, Northwestern hasn't really been on top of their stuff. Again, losing to three top ten ranked Ken Palm teams can be tough, though. Northwestern is still not a bad team. But again, being wary of the fact that Iowa is going on the road, being weary of the fact that Northwestern probably wants some revenge from that game. That does give it, you know, a little bit of angst coming into this game. But let's take a look at what happened the last game to give you a little bit of a preview of what can happen in this game. The difference in that game was not three-point shooting. It really wasn't even um, you know, inside the paint. It was free throws. Iowa shot 25 free throws compared to Northwestern's 12. They made 20 compared to Northwestern's 9. You look at that margin of victory there, right? Iowa won by 15. They won the free throw battle by 11 points. That means only four more additional points came from two-pointers and three-pointers, which you can see Iowa made two more two-point attempts than Northwestern. One thing that I really loved about this game, though, Northwestern shot really well from behind the perimeter. 44%. That is not something Iowa can allow again. Uh, And when you look at, and I'm getting to my point of what I really liked about this game, Northwestern shot 44% from behind the perimeter, Yet, Iowa won this game. A lot of that was drawing fouls, and it was also the rebounding advantage that Iowa had. Now, we don't get to say that very often, but Iowa actually held the advantage on the boards 26-24 to defensively, 10-8 to offensively, giving themselves a few more opportunities and taking away a few opportunities from Northwestern as well. So those are that's huge for Iowa. I don't expect that to be any different coming into this game. Um, we clearly saw Iowa get... Get it going on the uh, you know the boards and, and rebounding off the glass and whatnot. One of the things to watch out for: Luka Garza struggled in this game. This was his worst offensive game of the season, and that that's again that's being a little bit ridiculous, right? Because his worst offensive game is a lot of teams you know best players' offensive game, best game, right? So Luka Garza in this game: six of eleven, oh three of three from three pointers, only eighteen points. Again, six of eleven, not that bad. But still, for Luka, it was a little bit of an off game for him. Snapped a streak of 20 points. um, Not exactly his best game. But I thought Pete Nance did a really good job going up against Garza. And that's a tough matchup for Garza. Pete Nance did a phenomenal job of handling Garza and attacking Garza offensively. He actually put up the best offensive rating for Northwestern in this game. Um, out of people who played you know, decent minutes, Ryan Young had a 152 offensive rating, but right behind him, Pete Nance at 123 and 29 minutes of play, so double the time and still a good offensive rating. 6 of 11 from the floor, 3 of 4 from 3 for 21 points. Now it's funny, right? We talk about Pete Nance having a good offensive game. He was 6 of 11. Luka Garza had a bad offensive game. He was 6 of 11. It just goes to show you the perspective of how these players truly operate, right? But where... That was a huge advantage for Luca. Was Pete Nance only had four rebounds? Luca had six. So that you know, still so winning that winning that rebound advantage, finding ways to be productive, um, not being able to get his from a you know from a, a scoring perspective, but still being involved actively in, in bringing Iowa to a win. But Pete Nance, what I liked about him was he was showing some athleticism. The fact that he can shoot the three. Requires Luca to then get out there, and that leaves a hole in the middle of our defense. So, especially when you're doing his own, all that kind of stuff. So, be on the lookout for that and how Pete Nance attacks Luca Garza. Um, we don't want to see Luca get into foul trouble. We have seen Jack Nunji do a better job defensively as of late, but offensively, you just cannot replace a Luca Garza. No one in the country could replace a Luca Garza. So, be on the lookout for that if Pete Nance tries to attack Luca Garza more, kind of like Luca was attacking Pete offensively as well, getting Pete to get three personal fouls. And again, we talk about the free throws being the difference. Northwestern, 17 personal fouls. Iowa, 12 personal fouls. Chase Udage, um, you know, 27 minutes of play, had five personal fouls, ultimately fouled out of that game. So be on the lookout for that. Iowa does a phenomenal job of drawing fouls. A couple of other things I want to call out as well. This is the game where Joe Toussaint... Was still kind of dealing with an injury. Um, didn't get to see him play a lot. Jordan, Bohan- Jordan Bohannon, was, this is the game where he got hot. Six of nine from three. Did a fantastic job of handling Boy Boy um, Northwestern's guard. Boy Boy put together a 70 offensive rating. Boy, excuse me. I'm really bad with names. I always apologize for that, but it's tough for me to understand opposing players' names or know their names um, perfectly. But 6'2, 180 pound sophomore guard. You know, one of one of Northwestern's key players and he had an offensive rating of 70 shot 1 of 4 from the field 0 of 4 from 3 for two points, not exactly what you need out of your guard. He did get involved in other ways, eight assists, um, six rebounds, two turnovers. But Jordan Bohannon, I thought, played a phenomenal game defensively on him and offensively as well. That's why Ken Palm actually gave him their MVP award for the game. Again, six of nine from three, one of two from the field, 24 points, an offensive rating of 177, which is huge. Five assists, five rebounds, and just one turnover. Jordan Bohannon, since that game, has been Absolutely on fire. I expect him for, to continue that going forward. This is also one of Iowa's worst defensive efforts. He, and, and since that point, Fran has been quicker to yank some of his starters and play some, or you no, know, replace them with some of the younger guys. And the younger guys have really shown out. Look at the Maryland game, or even the Rutgers game partway through. There was a couple different, you know, true freshmen on the court Tony Perkins, Aaron Ullis, Keegan Murray, and they were absolutely crushing it. They brought so much energy defensively. Look at the Maryland game. He puts in entirely, almost entirely his, you know, second string team, and they build a huge lead against Maryland. So since that time, Fran has been quicker to be able to yank some of his guys. Northwestern got off to a hot start in that game. Iowa clawed its way back and then ultimately won by 15. But if Iowa gets out to a struggle again or doesn't bring the energy, do not hesitate. Or do not, sorry, expect Fran to not hesitate and to pull those guys and be willing to send another message. They need to bring the energy early in games. There's no excuse for not bringing the energy. And if the younger guys are going to do it, fine, put them in. Let Iowa win that way. And Fran has shown that he's not afraid to do that anymore, and that's not something that concerns him. And I've been really impressed how well the younger guys have been playing defense. Patrick McCaffrey, uh, you know, again, Keegan Murray, Aaron Lewis, Tony Perkins, so much energy there. And obviously we know Joe Toussaint, when healthy, is one of our best on-ball defenders as well. Lastly, C.J. Frederick, since that game, has not been shooting the ball very well. Against Northwestern, scored 19 points. One of the things I noted after that game was how much I loved his, you know, pump fake dribble shot. Since that time, though, he scored 11 combined in three games. I'll be on the lookout to see if C.J. Frederick can get going early. You got to know he's getting frustrated by this point, and everyone's been kind of getting theirs, but C.J. Frederick hasn't been as involved. I would love to see him get going quickly and get on the board. That will also help ignite this Iowa team. Again, Ken Palm projects this as an eight point loss. We're gonna go with that as our line for this game and tell you about how to bet on that coming up on segment number three. Stay tuned for that after a few messages from our sponsors, most notably starting with one that you are familiar with as well, because I've talked about them a lot. I've been so impressed with rockauto.com. And I, I've told you this story. If you listen to the show, you know the story. I went to the auto body shop to get my car fixed. They said I needed new filters. I said, How much is this going to cost? It was a ridiculous amount. I said, I'm going to put this in myself. So I went to a brick and mortar store, wanted to buy the filters. It was gonna cost me $70. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna try rockauto.com out. And so I went to rockauto.com. It cost me 20 bucks, saved me $50, only took me five minutes from the point of getting on rockauto.com to finding my parts, selecting them and ordering them to have them shipped directly to my door. My favorite part about rockauto.com, besides how remarkably cheap the prices are, is how remarkably easy the website is to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your car or truck, and you can choose from an unlimited amount of brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And write "Locked On" in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low price, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, y'all, before we get into segment number three, I want to remind you that Big Ten Ben, Ben Stevens, is absolutely crushing it over at Locked On Big Ten Podcast. If you're tired of just listening to Iowa Hawkeye stuff and you want to get some Big Ten news as well, make sure to check out Locked On Big Ten. They air every single day, and he brings on a ton of great guests to talk through all the different teams. So if you want to get a little bit of a leg up on the competition, check out the Locked On Big Ten Podcast. Let's get into our final segment of the show. We're going to be talking about all the betting spreads that you can be betting on for your Iowa Hawkeyes brought to you by betonline.ag. One thing I wanted to cover though, that I forgot to bring up earlier was the fact that Koi Kronk is officially leaving. We talked about this on a show earlier in the week. I wasn't sure if he was going to be leaving or not. He has officially decided to enter the NFL draft. We'll be talking about how Iowa can replace him or where they're going to replace him coming up on next week's episodes. We do have some great content prepared for you next week. So not only do we have Matt Miller joining the show on Sunday, but we're going to be doing all of our normal previews but we're going to start focusing very heavily on the NFL draft as well. I love the NFL draft. I love talking about it. So we're going to be doing all that as well and trying to get you some good guest interviews coming on the show too. So let's get into the talk though. betonline.ag is presenting to you all the lines that you can bet on and I think it's very important to note that if there's a line that you want Make sure to ask for it. Let me know what you want to be betting on. I've already put in requests for women's basketball games. Also for women's basketball player of the year title or uh, player of the year awards also for women's Big Ten Basketball Player of the Year and Freshman of the Year. So we can start betting on Caitlin Clark, right? Let's get Caitlin Clark on there. Let's be putting some money on her to win because that is very much a possibility. So I'm on the lookout for that from Betonline.ag. Also wrestling. I would love to get some wrestling numbers on there. So maybe some specific title odds for Spencer Lee or Michael Cameron or all you know Jaden Ironman. There's so many guys Iowa has an opportunity to win. It would be a lot of fun to be betting on those guys as well. So we're hoping to get those lines put up by betonline.ag. But the lines they do have up are Player of the Year awards. I've seen it kind of go come and go. Uh, the last time I saw it, it was at minus 400 for Luka Garza to win. If you want easy money and have a little bit of money to put down, I think it's a foregone conclusion that Luka Garza will win the Player of the Year award. So make sure to check that out. When that line comes up, you want to hop on that immediately. I know it doesn't pay out that well, right? One to four, but that to what that means basically for th- those of you who would not bet with betonline.ag, this is also supposed to be a coaching exercise, right? Supposed to be telling you how to bet, but what to bet on. If you want to get Luka Garza at minus 400, you're going to be putting down $100 to win 25 and put $125 back in your pocket. So you bet 100 and then you get 125 back in your winnings. But Luka Garza is about as you know sure of a bet as you could possibly get. So I'd be looking to put my money on him if that comes out. Soon, also title shots have come out. So NCAA football, the NCAA football game, uh, the championship game ended on Monday. We already have the numbers for who's expected to win next year. Right now, Iowa checking in at plus one thousand twenty-four teams ahead of them. What that means, if if you put a hundred dollars down, you're gonna get eleven hundred dollars back in your pocket. Make sure to check that out as well. I, here's my thing: I personally would not be betting on Iowa to win a national title. I do believe Iowa's gonna have a good team next season. There are some question marks. I know I've seen people all over, you know, social media talk about what are we gonna do at defensive line? How are we gonna replace certain guys in the secondary? Bar if Matt Hankins leaves, of course, obviously. Um, how are we gonna replace Nick Neiman as a tackling machine? What are we gonna do for our offensive line that's losing two tackles? What are we gonna do without Makai Sargent as that secondary running back? What are we gonna do without our wide receivers? Here's a couple things I would say to that. First and foremost, this is a problem that every team has. Every team has to replace people every single year. That's the beauty of college football. Now, the beauty of Iowa Hawkeye football is that they are a developmental program. While that can bite them in the butt sometimes, it does help them out, especially on the offensive line. They're going to be starting guys who have had experience playing. This is not their first snap out there. They've done a phenomenal job of getting guys out there like Mark Kallenberger or Jack Plum to be able to take the spot of Koi Kronk and Alaric Jackson. We have experienced guys on the interior as well. A lot of guys with a significant amount of playing time. At wide receiver, it is unfortunate to lose an Amir Smith-Marset or a Brandon Smith. You cannot replace those guys. However, this is not the situation of years past where you lose those two guys and behind them is nothing. We have a huge huge amount of talent at the wide receiver position. On the defensive line, I understand the concern. At least we are bringing Zach Van Valkenburg back. We have Austin Schulte who's got a lot of playing time. John Wagner, Joe Evans. I mean, there's plenty of guys that can step up and be on the lookout for potentially another grad transfer at defensive line. I could see that being a position that Iowa goes to. Now, with all that being said, I would still not take Iowa at plus 1,000. I... Would not bet it. I mean, look at the the way the college football playoff has worked out the last several years. It's basically been Alabama, Clemson, with a tiny little sprinkling of Ohio State and some other SEC teams. That's not the smart. That's not the smart bet. Let's be honest here. That is not the smart bet for you gamblers out there who want to put money on Iowa. Now let's look at the Heisman award though, because right now there are odds out there, and there are no Hawkeyes on there. The best Big Ten player on there from an odds perspective is Graham Mertz at 3,300. We also have Michael Penix Jr., we have Muhammad Ibrahim, and CJ Stroud. I think, personally, what they should have out there is potentially some odds for Tyler Goodson. Is that a little crazy? Maybe. But if Tyler Goodson was out there, would you put money on it? I certainly would. Tyler Goodson is going to be a workhorse next year. He is a phenomenal back, given a full season. Why couldn't he do what Brees Hall did? Brees Hall got Heisman votes. It's going to take a lot for a running back, or really anyone not from Alabama or Clemson, to win this award. But if Iowa is able to go undefeated or lose just a game, maybe be ranked top 10, and if Tyler Goodson is the catalyst to that, then he will undoubtedly be getting Heisman consideration. And I personally believe that they should put odds on there. So I'll be working on getting some odds out there for Tyler Goodson. Um, it'll be really high probably, so make sure to check that out. You can put $10 on and win a significant amount of money. So I'll try to get Tyler Goodson on there. And let's turn our attention to Iowa versus Northwestern. That line has not been released yet, but I do follow betting pretty closely. And what I will say is that oftentimes it follows very closely to what Pom says. Kempom right now has this at 84-76. to 76. They also have this as a 160-point game over-under. If I'm a betting man, and I am, I'm hopping on Iowa to win that game by more than eight. It's tough because they're going to go on the road. It's tough because Northwestern does have a slew of good three-point shooters, and Iowa's not very good defensively at defending three-point shooters. However... If you look at Iowa's past couple games outside of Rutgers, which was going to be a tougher game, I think Rutgers defense, and we talked about this in the show, Rutgers defense is, is so good, it's hard to bet against them. Iowa has covered every single game. Okay. So Rutgers, Minnesota, Gonzaga, they've covered every single game at this point. And Gonzaga could have, been, depending on where you got that line at, um, if, sorry, that's actually not – if you bet live, you could have maybe got Gonzaga in that cover. But Gonzaga, Minnesota, Rutgers, the only games Iowa has not covered this year. They played 13 games. They've covered nine – or sorry, that's bad math. They've covered 10 times out of 13 games. And I think it's going to continue that streak against Northwestern as well. I predict them winning by 13 or 14 points in this game. The over is going to be interesting. I try to stay away from anything that you know expects you, both teams to score 80 points. I would probably stay away from the over-under of 160. That being said, if I want to do some sort of parlay, I would maybe try to take the over on this to expect Iowa to score more points, especially if CJ Frederick gets going and Northwestern to be more in that 70-75 to range with Iowa at the 90 range. Now, that being said, I would rather do that in a teaser, add a few points to that um, going down to make sure they get over it. So you could do a teaser of you know minus four and a half. You drop four points. You're at one fifty-five and a half. I would feel much more comfortable taking that over under if you are. Parlaying that in, or putting that into a teaser with some other sports. Again, I think Iowa is going to easily cover that eight points, and I'm putting my money on Iowa to cover in that game. This is a segment brought to you by betonline.ag. We're going to be doing this weekly, breaking down some of the odds, and hopefully, we're going to be getting some more odds coming out there for wrestling, for women's basketball, and obviously the player of the year for men's basketball as well. Stay tuned for our bonus episode coming up on Sunday with Matt Miller, formerly a Bleacher Report, now of TheDraftScout.com. It was a phenomenal episode. Really enjoyed talking to him, and we'll be posting some clips of that going forward, kind of leading into that. And we'll be back next week for five episodes, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That's right. If you're counting the math, we're doing five regular episodes plus our Sunday episode. That is six episodes. That's, that's how much I love you all for tuning in and listening every single day and how much I feel bad about not being able to give you the, the general content I wanted to this past week while I was traveling, Iowa getting canceled, all that fun stuff. But thank you again for tuning in. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Have a fantastic Friday, an even better weekend, Hawkeye Nation, and let's go, Hawks.